This time Michaela joined me and Michaela asked a lot of really great questions that I I guess I just hadn't like we I love Michaela because she always asks things that I miss or she's always there to like you know kind of provide a, a, a full circle approach like any anywhere that I miss or I, I, I forget to like ask or whatever it is she always backs me up and she always she always has a perfect question and same with her like I, I always have her back and so this is a great example of how uh, why Michaela is such a great co-host and why I adore her so much and also the fact that here we are again you know like something's gotta give and I hope that through these conversations and through a very special one we're gonna have here in a few weeks I think something finally gets done that benefits the athletes in the sport of gymnastics for the years to come. So enjoy this one. Bathing. We kind of match, kind of, in a weird way, in a cute way. Kind of. I'm wearing a compression glove. Cute. You know, because my hands or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we are back in about. 10 minutes, we're going to begin our interview with, our part two of our interview with Scott Weller of Willis Spring. I wanted to get on um, a little bit early so we could recap the first interview. For those who have may not seen the first interview, you can understand what's going on. So what's going on is we're interviewing um, Oh gosh, Scott Weller. The Scott Weller, thank you, friend. Um, creator of the Weller Flourish Size. And what the Weller Flourish Size is, those who may or may not know, is um, a Flourish Size with a different spring setup. A spring setup that both addicts and I believe would prevent a lot of injuries that keep occurring, especially in the NCAA with the um, older um, gymnasts, athletes, girls. I don't want to say bigger, but that's the only way I could say it. The older, bigger gymnasts. Because they are having an issue where they are compressing the springs all the way down to the floor. So basically... When they're landing, yes, they have a little bit of cushion in between, but they're basically landing basically on the ground. And it's causing a lot of injuries. And another thing that's happening is um, the old springs have a lot of double bounce issues where, um, where they will, when you're landing, while you're going down, the spring is coming up. Or while you're coming up, the spring is going down, which is leaving a dead zone. So um, we're having lots of issues with that, especially for the bigger gymnasts and for the little girls. They're just having issues with compressing the springs, period. With, with being big enough to push the, to push the springs down hard enough <clears throat> to create power to do anything. 
So, in um, five minutes, we should be here in five. We will um, talk to him. And if you want to yeah. check into the science, it's all in the description. You know, go check it out. All of that information. This is why I was asking you not to play the video earlier. Could you play the video that you played again without the sound so people could um, get an understanding of what we're talking about? Is it playing now? Yeah. Yes, okay. Now, of course, if you guys can see behind me, there is Klaus yet again. He's... I can't really see him, but he's there. There he is. He is huge. He is the Clifford of St. Bernard. Can he spell Weller for me? Is W-E-L-L-E-R. Yes, ma'am. Okay. I'm sharing it across the other theme. Great tour. Hey everybody on the YouTube, help me out on the YouTube, get the message out. Um, my moderators, um, having a lot of people like these um, bots who's coming in and leaving these strange messages. When you see these people, um, that's why I made you moderators. Get them out of the chat, please. Nice. You like it? Yeah. It feels like it's just easier to get to this position. Cool. I liked it. Soften on your ankles. Absolutely. I feel like it's good to have like this transition of immediately back to back. You can feel the change in that. Yeah, you can tell. I mean, change in bounce. I mean, that one seems to be the other one. Almost be actually bouncier and softer than landing bounce. Yeah, no, it feels good. Well, no, I told you not to lay there, and so you're just laying there because you want to. Fine. Okay. <laughs> Once he gets in, there's like no so, room here. But yeah, so. That's the conversation we are going to be having. Is this piece of equipment injury free? Um, and there's so many other videos too. Like there's it's just there's videos from the testing that they did. There's videos from every step of the development of this uh, screen. There's videos from the Tarzan show they did at Disney. There's Miley. O'Keefe His name is Scott, not Chris, right? Yes, Scott. <coughs> I don't know why I want to keep calling this man Chris. Chris Chris Waller. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. Like here are the videos of let me show my screen. Here are the videos of the tests that they ran. Which you like you said are up on, on the website. Uh here we go. And boop, boop. Like here's the foam block. Like here's like the foam squares. Here's the regular springs, here's the regular spring. And I wonder if this 
would work for Vault. This Vaulting springboard as well. Yeah. Well, you can add him. You can replace him on any springboard. Basically, it's, it's, it's like the thing. That's why they curve up at the top, so it fits on the on the standard spring floor. Okay, here, here, and here. And same thing with like the compressions here. Remember that? I was like, oh, that's who it was, was uh, the guy in the khakis. Perfect. He was like uh, jumping off a ladder. Yeah. I mean, that's all on the website. Like, you can look at the studies, the FIG impact test, like, they, the FIG did a test on that. So. Yeah. Cute. So we're just waiting for him. He should be on here at any moment. Yes, 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 And what's very important is because what's going on with the girls is that um, there's a lot of injuries on floor, especially, and floor used to be the safe event, basically. Like, all these ACL and Achilles injuries used to happen on vault. Um, and they, they still do happen on vault. But for them to happen on floor as well, it's because, I, in my opinion, it's because we're going, we're moving towards a heavier gymnast body type for gymnastics, which means that before the small little girls just did not have the power to even push the screen hard enough for this to even be an issue. Now, when you have Simone's and Jay's and Michaela's and Sunni's and the average age of the Olympian is going to be 19 years old, this is not an issue, especially with people doing more twisting skills into the floor and front tunneling skills into the floor. This has to be, this issue has to be addressed. No, I agree. And it's one of those, like, you know, like I said at the end of the video last time, everybody's calling for like all these studies. Everybody's calling for investigations. Like they've been done. Like mm -hmm. this is the like, you know, I wouldn't back something if I didn't firmly believe that this is the the way it should go. Correct. And I'm not saying saying that because you know this is how addicts think. No, I'm saying like this is the only sensible option and the only option we really have available. And it's just, it's, it's something has to change, especially like the way that, and like, like we'll get into it when he gets on, the way in which he was ousted or the way in which they tried to like kind of prevent this innovation from being widely accepted or widely implemented is just, that's really got me. Correct. So, yeah. So, how was your afternoon, Michaela? It's been good. I've been on. Here, spending my afternoon with you guys. Hey, get enjoyed. No, I'm not really hungry. No, not yet. I ate quinoa. It was really good. I ate quinoa with some like a uh, chicken salad. Quinoa Shout out salad. to um, Nicole Coop, who's doing her um, 
at Gymnastic Documentary Series theme podcast. That's going to be really cute. Yeah, did you know? Did you listen to it? No, I haven't listened. I didn't think it was out. Is it out yet? Yeah, I did. I listened to it. It was good. Again, you know, like I said last time, I haven't been in. My my physical body has been here, but my mind's been elsewhere. So, yeah. Things that should make common sense. I haven't been um, acting very common sense like lately. No, I understand. It happens. Like, grief is weird. Grief is weird. Have you, like, what's like, not the words, like, have you found yourself just like kind of zoning out? A lot. All the time. All yeah. the time. How are you, though? Are you good? Yes, I'm here. I'm proud of you. And we definitely don't soy. Let's be responsible. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Wrong, wrong, wrong show. Wrong show. Wrong, wrong show. show. I'm sorry, everybody. Wrong, wrong, wrong gig. Wrong gig. Wrong gig. Wrong gig. Wrong gig. Wrong gig. See? See, I told y'all, I'm not my mind. Wrong place. Wrong Don't place. Don't embarrass us right now. This is, this is our time to shine. <laughs> this is prime time Twitch. Okay, this is prime time. This is NBC at talk- 7 p.m. I'm going to be that. Who's the oh. bad the bad grub? I'm not going to smoke you. I just said, like, <laughs> I completely just forgot. I could just completely forgot. Wow. Wow. Way to be professional, Michaela. So, did you like the new emotes? Yes, I really like them. The, the, the 10 one, and then we have an emote that's like, um, phenomenal. Yes, please. Yeah. Well, ramping up with Scott, if you are not on the Twitch channel for this for the streams we have, you should join. We have the funnest time on there. Literally, it's not just because of me. No, it's like literally every single person in those chats is hilarious. And hilarious. And everybody, if you can't afford Twitch, you know, we give you a free option. Yeah. You could go to the Facebook page because that is starting to become a secondary. Like every time we, we stream, wow! Every time we stream, and I and I share it to certain gymnastics groups. We always have like 20, 30 people in the chat on the Facebook as well. So, and just people, I don't know, they like us. Okay, we're fun. We have, I think, for us, our benefit is that we're well, like, well, well, right, I don't, I, no, we're not. I, I don't, it's my birthday week. I don't, I'm not paying attention. They like us. Um, they like the streams. <laughs> they like the streams. We come with the streams. It's a package deal, honey. Exactly. What is it? What you is can't it? get mother it? without the kids, honey. You can't get mother without the kids. How do how do the how those guys look? Yes, that. Yes. So where is Scott? Let me let him. Uh, let me. Scotty, Scotty, too, Scotty. Don't hit on the man. 
Um, no, thank you. That's what I call. I shouldn't even say that out loud. Never mind. Let's not. Let's just say there's a boss of mine at my job named Scott. And that's his nickname for certain coworkers of mine. And there's a whole song behind it that I'm not going to sing. Should you do some investigative reporting at your job? Huh? Should we do some investigative reporting at your job? My gosh, I can imagine like getting so popular to the point where people at my job is watching this shit. Like that would be hilarious. Just wear a little, wear a little camera. Period. That'd be hilarious. That'd be hilarious. But I like these compressing gloves. Like they, like they feel, they look very fashion, but like I can tell like the difference. I really can. Like it feels like. My blood's flowing better. I don't know. I've never really used one. But it's very, look, it's a very fast one. Very fast one. I thought on uh, something handle. What? Damn blunt chat level. What happened? I'm trying to read what he says. Where? Brody. Oh, thoughts of Sakari and the scandal. Oh, damn! I did all of that. That she's absolutely correct. Um, yeah, sue them. Sue them. She should. She absolutely and should. Then, and then she rushed to write me to check because I'm telling you, I started this. I started this. I did a whole show. I did a whole show telling Sakari to do exactly what she's doing. Hi, Scott. She's talking about Sakari yeah. really quick. Hang on, I can't hear you guys. Oh, can you hear us? Can you hear us? I can now. Hello. Hello there. Yeah, she was talking about Sakari. We're very, we feel very passionate about the whole like doping scandal at the Olympics and how Sakari should probably contest that. But say that again. Oh, just the Sakari Richardson situation, the doping, and how she should actually like you know sue them because of letting them. Letting Valieva get in all that and how that yeah. all that happened. So. Yeah, yeah. So you want to do that tonight? Is that your plan? No, 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 no. We were just no, talking no. about that. No. Oh, okay. We were just freestyling to you guys. Yeah. Oh, you're freestyling. I like that. Hi, Michaela, right? Yes. Hi, Scott. How are you doing? Good. Nice to meet you. I'm glad you're here tonight. Yeah. I am She's glad to be grill. here. She's going to grill you, Scott. So. I'm, I'm sweating. Can you see the sweat? Like, I'm going to need, and if we do you this, shouldn't be need... sweating. I'm gonna need hair and makeup. That's the only thing I'm gonna need next time. Though. Well, the budget, the budget isn't, you know, we're trapped. <laughs> Look, the I budget. was just in the green room and yeah. Yeah, see, it's <laughs> very, very bare bones. There's nothing in there. Very, very. Looks a lot like, it looks a lot like my kitchen, actually. <laughs> that it's well, you know, it's easily transportable. It's fine. Oh my gosh. Very, All very, right. very. Yeah, but she's bad cop, so, good cop. So, Scott. To start off, I want you to recap exactly where we left off in the first interview. I want you to talk about um, everything, like, without answering, answering questions, everything that you just want to get off your chest about this particular subject. Well, that's kind of a broad question. Um, where did we leave off, Addicts? <laughs> Basically, like, what we think 
should is, is the best way to pressure these entities to accept mm -hmm. this as, as yeah as, as, well i think you're doing it you know just putting a light on it and making the information available is really the best thing you know so people can get that information uh for the most part it just hasn't been available in a, in a broad sense so i think um that usually takes care of it right shine a little light on it and help people understand so i think you're doing it okay and and going to the helping people understand part, right? Because that's the, the main reason why I wanted to do a part two, right? Okay. Because like I was telling addicts before, um, like the whole time, even and I knew that the interview was going on, it's just I couldn't understand okay. what 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 was the until you brung out the spring. And oh, when right. you brought out the spring, right. it all was like, Bing! it all made sense. I was like, okay. Yeah, right. So, okay. Right. Well, so going goal, to the spring, go ahead. Going to it. Well, the goal is, um, you know, when they put a spring in the floor, the idea was to give the athletes more air. And um, what they didn't anticipate were the side effects from doing that, basically. So what you really want, ideally, is a trampoline, right? You want a 40-foot by 40-foot trampoline. You want the gymnast to hit it and bounce up, and they're not really impeded by anything underneath them. Um, based on their own weight, they're able to get a consistent bounce from a trampoline, and that's, that would be the ideal thing on a floor. Now, the other extreme, on the other end of the spectrum, is nothing at all, just a bare floor, Okay. So, which is the way gymnast, gymnastics was actually done at one time, right? With just horsehair mats, they called them, and no springs are for sure. So, in that situation, that's the most core situation. The trampoline is the ideal situation, but you can't do it. You can't make a trampoline that big, and you can't make a trampoline work on a floor like that. So, they decided to put springs in there. Unfortunately, the cylindrical spring that's in there is just like one size of a spring, and it's one loading of a spring. And it's going to match very few gymnasts, if anyone, right? I mean, um, you want it to be soft enough so that it reduces their impact. And you, and you don't want it coming up. You want it to be in synchrony. So when the gymnast lifts up, the spring comes up with them. And when they land, you don't have the floor coming up at them. Does that make sense? So stop me if I'm yeah. not making sense. So no, that's no, it. You're making it absolutely. Yeah. So in, the, so in the 90s, they actually came, they had some thoughts about that. Um, and they came up with a longer, softer spring, right? Think in your head for lighter kids, they need a softer spring. But then if they weigh too much, that spring is going to totally bottom out. So they thought of putting a longer spring that's softer and a shorter spring that's stiffer so that big athletes or heavier athletes would hit the softer spring, come down and then hit the shorter, stiffer spring. And, and that would stop them from crashing into the floor, so to speak. Mm. But that's not really um, something that you can do. I mean, that's a lot of springs. You, where do you put them? How do you make it consistent? So that was back in the 90s. Well, since then, we've had a lot of technology changes. And one of the things that came around was the uh, computerized coiling machine, which is what we use. And literally, we can dial in the load to match whatever we want. Uh, so I'm going to grab this spring again to explain to you, hopefully. 
So again, here, um, if you weren't with us the other day, this is the cylindrical four and a quarter inch spring and it's two inches in diameter. This is the cylindrical spring that's in every floor and there's 1600 of these, by the way, that's a lot. So um, yeah, so you can see how hard it is, even like full gripping, you know, just like this, or even if you, I got up and tried to stand on it, it takes a lot of load, it takes a lot of weight to make this thing go down. So a lot of smaller, younger, lighter gymnasts, they just really don't get the benefit of any spring, right? Yeah. And then the big heavy gymnasts, they can actually make this thing go solid. So what that means is all the coils are touching. So they can bottom it out. And the way, and so uh, we also found out in the laboratory that out of the four and a quarter inches, at full deflection, at the full, you know, when gymnasts are tumbling on it, the most that, the most that it compresses is like two inches. So that's, you know, it's four and a quarter. That makes sense. It'll compress down to two inches, right? But then it bottoms out. So that's no good because then you're just like hitting the floor suddenly. And it's just, you know, not very good for uh, anything. So then what we did was we came in with a engineered spring. So... I'm kind of reviewing some of the things we talked about, but maybe some people are watching weren't with us the other day, so it's worth re repeating quickly. Um, I changed the diameter of the coils. You can see some are wider. If I hold it up against the background there. Um, there's some There's some that are wider at the bottom, and then we changed the pitch. Is The pitch is the space between the coils. So now um, we, programmed, we programmed the computer to take half, to need half the load for this to go three quarters of an inch, it takes half as much load as this one does. So I'm getting in, I'm getting into the, you know, the weeds a little bit here, but so it takes, so this little right here, this three quarters of an inch takes half as much load. So now you've got kids, a lot more kids that can get bounce, a lot more consistent bounce on that. But what happens is these wider coils collapse on each other, the outer coils or the, these other coils take over and it goes the rest of the way, but it never bottoms out. You can see how wide, how much space there is between these coils. And if you, you can go on and see the high-speed video on our website, and even when, yeah, when you see a big man jumping on it, he can't, you know, even pull out jumping on it, trying to make it go solid, he, we couldn't do it. And um, the other thing that we discovered after testing was that the spring comes up slower than this one does. So it's not coming back to recoil as hard and fast. Mm, which is what you want. You, you want it to be like a trampoline. You want it to be totally smooth so you don't feel anything. But this, so this spring comes up slower. And we saw that in the engineering deformation study. It's a concave line instead of a straight line. And that means that this spring is going to come up slower. It's going to, uh, it's not going to bottom out. It's just going to be a more consistent, uh, smoother tumbling. How's that? So better. That's great. Okay. So, um, a question that um, I got from a lot of the viewers from the last conversation was, right. um, could the opposite happen with this with your spring? Like, could it be too bouncy? Could because right. your design is question. to help prevent injuries, right, on the landing portion of the tumbling pad. The question that I got was, what happens in the takeoff portion? Now is the spring too bouncy, too bouncy. for the too bouncy yeah, for the heavier, or do they have too much power? And now do we have to worry about the opposite type of injuries? Gymnasts over rotating skills, gymnasts right, falling on right. their head, gymnasts right. doing all of these type of things. That's a great question, and I 
at least it's a perfect segue because I didn't finish my discussion, but thanks for cueing me about it and making it a, a good segue. What happens is this we, we, we also measured, I told you we measured how long, how, how much load it takes to go three quarters of an inch. I also yeah. measured how much load it takes to fully <coughs> bottom this out. Okay. So at two inches of deflection, these springs have identical loading. So there's really no difference. All right. So we matched it. We, I measured it in the lab. I figured how much does it take to fully compress this thing? Right. And then uh, the challenge was I took three quarters of an inch to, to um, allow half the load to make it bouncier, but then it has to spike in the remaining because at two inches, right? Mm -hmm. We're talking in small spaces here at two inches. It has the same identical loading as this. Correct. So there's actually, so there's no, there's no, actually no difference in the loading at that level. Okay. So, so it helps on the low side, it helps on the soft side for the younger, lighter gymnasts, but on the heavy side, it's the same exact loading. So, uh, Perfect. Yeah. that's a great, great, so great it's not, yeah. So, and we matched that. We were able to gather that data and match it in the lab, you know, so that way we know, um, and, and it bears out and, you know, kids tumble on it. They can't, you know, the only thing they feel it's smoother. They say it's smoother, you know, cause it's not, uh, you know, it's like, um, remember when you think, think about riding a bicycle and you have, if you have a bicycle with one sprocket on it and you're going up a hill, it takes a lot of, it takes a lot of load. It takes a lot of work mm -hmm. to push that bike up. But if you shift into a lower gear, all of a sudden you can pedal faster and you can get through that load going up a hill. And then you're going down a hill. You don't need as much. You can shift back into the uh, the other gear. So it's the same thing with the spring. Yeah, we measured how much load is going at three quarters of an inch, and how much load is at two inches. And it was actually um, it took a long time to do it. I mean, the, the engineers that were working on this didn't know anything about gymnastics, obviously, but they were intrigued by it, and they spent a lot of time. Um, and I, I mentioned the other night we the only way we really got it done is because some of the factories that make valve springs were shut down back in 2008. Otherwise I could have never have afforded to, you know, have a factory at my, I mean, literally I was talking to the head engineers of this uh, car manufacturing, the spring valve manufacturing company in Detroit. So that was pretty cool to, you know, to get them involved in it. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they even told me they, they were like sitting around on their hands cause they didn't have any work cause the factories were closed. So that was just lucky on their part on that part. So. Yeah. So basically, we just made a, a mirror image of this, but we like we made it softer, and it's just as bouncy. So yeah, that's how it worked out. So my next question is: You said something in your explanation that triggered a, um, a question. You said that for the older, heavier gymnasts, there's really no difference between this spring floor and the normal spring floor, correct? Right. In terms of you know the loading, yeah, it's identical. Correct. So with gymnastics moving towards the older, heavier set woman, right? Gymnastics for very long was the 14, 15 light featherweight. That was the standard of gymnastics. At the last Olympics, most girls was, I think the average age was 19 years old. And most girls are going to be heavier. Most girls are right. going to be, just because of the age range, I'm not saying fatter, I'm just saying just because of a 19-year-old is going to be heavier than a 15-year-old. Right. Amy, I'm not saying 
you know, with these gymnastics fans, you saying heavier, they're going to think you're calling these girls fat, and that's a whole other issue. So I have to choose my words very carefully. Right, right. So, with that being said, if it's no difference for, like, a Simone Biles between your floor and the floor that she's using now, what is, what is, what, what improvements, if it's not the balance, does your floor give versus the AAI floor that most gymnastics competitions use now? Um, that's a good question, too. Um, pain is the answer. Um, it's like um, the effort needed, you know, it's like the difference between having a wheel that's square and a wheel that's round, you know? It's just when, when they're jumping on a plain cylindrical spring, it's very harsh, it's very hard on them, um, and it's painful um, in a lot of cases. They have a lot, there's a lot of shin splints just because of the impact that they're getting initially. And they're not getting that on my spring. So that's, that disappears completely. And we have coaches that say their little kids can tumble all day without any shin splints, or they don't use that sting mat, you know, when they land and they have that mat in the landing in the corner for their big dismount or what have you, um, they don't need that anymore. Or they, they, they don't have to um, practice as much on a tumble track or, you know, that kind of thing. They can, they can train on the real floor because it's just not hurting their bodies as much. So it's about impact. It's about the impact force. And we know that, the, and we know that um, this spring has an, a longer impact time. So that means the peak force that's getting pushed back to the athlete is reduced. And that's, that was actually, um, when we did the testing at the AI factory, I had the, uh, before I went, went there, I had the engineer there tell me and ahead of time, I said, before we get there, I want to know what's a pass and what's a fail. So it's kind of like the question you're asking me, what, what, what makes it worthwhile to go to this spring from this spring? You know, that's the one, what's the one metric that makes all the difference. And that's what the engineer told me. He said, we're going to look at the impact time because if the impact time is longer on, on your spring, then we know the peak force that's transferred to the athlete is less. And that's the main thing. So that became our whole focus of the day to measure that. And uh, yeah, that's really what it is. Um, a lot of people don't know also that um, the way the, the, Fords, the, the floors are configured, um, for example, in the NCAA, they just have one, one level of board on top of these springs. Mm -hmm. And I think I mentioned this the other night, but when, when, you have four, when you have a corner where four corners are together, there's nothing under those corners, okay? Because these springs are a foot apart. Mm -hmm. So there's there, there's a lot of inconsistency in the floor because it'll go a foot and then it'll go another foot. But in between that, there's a broken part where there, there's two boards coming together. So mm -hmm. especially the – I used to get emails from the national team after we tested with them, and they said that when they hit that corner, it's very painful to them because there's nothing there. You know, there's no real support under it. It's very – it's an inconsistency from the rest of the floor. So there's different pockets in the floor that uh, present problems too. So anyway, hope that helps answer your question. That absolutely helps answer the question. Another question I was getting from the last conversation that we had was um, the carpet exactly, because we hear that a lot of the girls get injured yeah. right. um, learning the turns and the leaps on the carpet carpets because the carpeting is actually hard itself so right. the the initial injury starts with learning a turn and then it get astrobated from a tumbling path 
So how then does your exercise help with the carpeting in itself as well? Because that yeah. was a concern we got from the last yeah. conversation. That's good. Um, it's a good observation. Um, one of the problems with the carpet, the way it's designed, the way that AAI, for example, uses their floor, um, they just lay carpet on top of the foam. So it's just, uh, it's not connected to the foam. And we found that uh, testing that, that, and you can see it, it wrinkles, right? It's going to wrinkle up. Yeah. It's going to slide. And gyms will tell you that they will spend, you know, every month or every, I don't know how often they do it, every couple of weeks, depending on how many people are tumbling, but they have to pick up the carpet and move it back and put it back down because it's sliding around. So that's a big, you know, that's a huge safety problem, really. I mean, if you think about it. Uh, because you, mm -hmm. you don't want the you don't want the carpet sliding or flooring. So to you know, so we use in our floors we use the the same foam, the same high performance EVA foam, but it's carpet bonded to to that. So it's uh, it's, it's it's stuck to it. It's not it's one piece. And then we stick our we stick and so so we don't want anything moving around. You know, and I'll tell you to be quite honest, we found that um, the uh, the whole deck will slide around a gym floor. I don't know if you've mm -hmm. ever seen that, but you mm -hmm. can ask gymnasts about that and they'll tell you that the whole deck, because the floor is bouncing up and down on concrete, let's just tell you what's happening. So it can wander off, right? It's gonna wander off and it does. So mm -hmm. that's, another, that's another reason we secure um, our floor together with Velcro and we put two layers of boards down because our floor weighs 8,000 pounds and it's not gonna move, right? So it's just not, it's solid the way it should be. So, yeah, that's a big uh, issue with the with the carpet. But again, for for AI, I guess they do it. It's easier to roll it out. Maybe they think it looks nicer. Nicer. Uh, maybe they don't mm -hmm. want the. Uh, I'm just thinking what you'll hear questions. Maybe they don't want the um, the creases or something every you know six feet or something like that. But none of that matters. That's all taken care of. It's the most important thing is to secure it so it's not floating around the floor, right? So with that, I have another question because something you just said is part of another question. So with your carpet, it's, it's bonded to the floor, right? So let's say, um, I think with a lot of competitions, they just take a carpet, like if it's a different arena, like if, if the normal carpet, most carpets are blue, right, for floor supplies. So let's say you go to an arena and the, they need a pink carpet. Right? I don't think right. they create a whole new floor. I just think they create a pink carpet and put it right. over the damn right. blue carpet. So for right. your floor exercise, they would have to order a whole new piece of equipment in order to get that different color variation. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, just the well, the foam and the carpet are are bonded together, but they roll up, right? So okay. you can you can switch out your carpet foam, you know, if it wears out after a while or at some, you know, you can change. It. I mean, that's the only way to change the colors to change the whole carpet foam. You don't have to change the whole floor. But if you want a different color carpet, you can just change the foam carpet aspect of it. So, yeah, I think there's like eight or ten different colors they can choose from nowadays. So they, you know, get their team colors in there. And I got one more question I kept getting from the last conversation um, we had before we could um, move on to wherever we further go next. The last the last question I got was, um, how does your floor, because we think of, Floor, we think of the tumbling passes, but especially in women's floor exercise, you know, tumbling is just half of what a floor exercise routine is consistent of. Right. Like, and I can, I can 
imagine a situation where if the flirtercise is a little bit too bouncy because a gymnast texted me and she said that um, she's not an elite gymnast, but she said she likes to put her turns and her leads in kind of dead areas of the floor. So she just won't, you know, bounce right. out of bounds. Right, and on right. A, on, a, on a leap or on a turn, right? Or especially on a turn, she doesn't want her turns to be in a spot where the floor is too bouncy, where she's turning and she's actually bouncing up and down as she's turning, which is stopping her rotation. How does sure. your floor, because if you're using all of these screens all over the floor equally, I'm assuming that the floor exercise is going to be a little bit more bouncy than the normal floor exercise that they use currently. How does well, that impact the ladies when it comes to the turns into the um, leads? I'm right. sorry. Right, right. Well, that, that, that's kind of, that's a good question. And I guess that's a way that um, the girls are able to adapt um, with the limitations that they find it when they're tumbling. And they find uh, areas that are more bouncy than other areas. And the way to counteract that is um, what, what we the other thing that we discovered with with the spring is that it reduces the vibration of the floor. Right. Mm, okay. it, it, it reduces the intensity of the vibration and the duration of the vibration. So the amount of time that the floor is vibrating after you jump on it and the intensity of the vibration. So it's that more secure. Right. It's not wildly bouncing around. And if you hit a corner, you're 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 on your way, you know, onto the, you know, off the off the apparatus. Uh, it's just okay. a whole it's a whole lot more consistent everywhere you go. So you don't you're not looking for those spots that are less bouncy because it's very consistent and it's not um, oscillating as much. I understand. I completely yeah. understand. Yeah. Yeah. Hard. This it's is a no, no, no. I, I get it now that, you know, this is why, you know, people at, came to me. We wanted to have a party, too. Um, another question yeah. well, for me from the last interview, I think your springs would be great on a springboard for vault because so Absolutely. many people say they have such a hard time just compressing the springboard hard enough to even have the power right. to do any kind of vault. Have you thought about um, creating the design beyond just a floor exercise to be a springboard for vaulting right. tables and stuff like that? Yeah, that's absolutely, you know, great question. Um, we, we have done that. We, I actually have a prototype uh, spring for the vault board. And um, I can shoot you guys a, a high-speed video of the vault board. It's extremely unstable because it's a tiny little board and it's got springs in it. And say no more, it's going to be unstable. So using the same kind of technology with uh, changing the diameter and the pitch as the space between the coil, we can accomplish the same type of result with the vault board, making it a lot less volatile and a lot more responsive, right? So that's the key word. It's responsive. The, the, the spring mm -hmm. is responsive to the gymnast, right? Um, anybody jumps on this uh, cylindrical spring, they're going to get the same response, whether a 60-pound gymnast or a 150-pound gymnast. They're going to get the same response. But on this one, um, the 60-pound gymnast gets quite a bit more responsiveness than the other. And the, the uh, heavier gymnast gets a much easier uh, response because it's not going to bottom out. They don't have to worry about hitting, you know, ground solid. Mm -hmm. And uh, it just, it, and it's not, you know, vibrating and, and uh, 
in intensity and in that. So it's just a smoother, it's a smoother floor. It's a smoother activity, more consistent. So yeah, to answer you, your question, the, the vault board is a natural. Yeah. Do you worry that, um, let's say, um, the powers that be decides to use the equipment that you're just designing, right? Do you worry that you give an advantage to other countries like the Chinese gymnasts who are just naturally smaller and lighter athletes than the American gymnasts? So it seems like your equipment would just be so much more beneficial to their gymnastics. <laughs> Do you worry that, or is it, has it even been a thought in your mind that your equipment could really change the landscape of the sports and give countries that their people are just naturally built smaller an advantage. Um, no, I, I don't. I don't. I've never thought of it that way. I'm trying to visualize that. I, I don't think they're going to have any kind of advantage um, because basically it really levels the playing field more than anything. You know, um, it doesn't really matter what country you're from. I mean, gymnasts just flat out they come in all different sizes. You know, and mm -hmm. and levels and what you know and what have you. So if you think about it, I mean, the uneven bars came to a point where they changed, right? So they became adjustable and they, and they moved them apart so that they could do giant swings, you know, things evolved, mm -hmm. right? And for the vaulting, vaulting used to be done on what used to look like a pommel horse without the pommels on it, right? Yep. And, f and for the men, they'd go the long way and the women would go over the short way. And, yep. uh, that was replaced by the vault table for the same kind of reasons to make things consistent, to make things safer. And it's just a natural evolution with technology. So I think it levels the playing field. I think it makes all gymnasts have um, the equal, you know, availability of a consistent floor. Right. And um, less worry about landing too close to the edge and being thrown out inadvertently. You know, think about it. Like um, if you're on a trampoline, we talked about this the other day, um, but if you're on a trampoline with somebody else, you've ever been on a trampoline with somebody else or standing yeah. next to them and, and the, you watch them bounce. And at the last minute, if you put your foot down at the right time, you'll send them flying, right? If you press on the bed right before they land, it's going to change all the mechanics. And that's the same thing that happens on the floor because it's a recoil that, you know, it's the recall of the floor coming up and, you know, unexpectedly or inadvertently um, uh, changing uh, the dynamics. So I think this floor makes things more consistent for everybody. I never thought of it more of like giving advantage to anybody, really. I thought of it maybe as more equalizing effect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. And it's, I feel like you haven't said anything for 45 minutes. <laughs> well, he, he was here the other day, so he got his Yeah, no, I, yeah. for me, it's like, I've been thinking about it, it's, it makes it easier. And if, if it does give countries an advantage in the end, it's because they're able to do more repetitions. They're able to do to stay longer time in the gym without being hurt. Right. Right. It's going to help everybody because there's less injury and, le you know, everybody's going to be training to their, to their highest level uh, with less injury and uh, more repetitions and less injury. So you can't beat that. So I don't know. I, I, we could, I could think about that, but I don't see any reasons that it would give anybody a disadvantage or give our country sure. a disadvantage. Yeah. And speaking of injuries, let's talk about specific injuries that we are claiming that we think your flirt exercise could prevent. What injuries are you saying that you think this piece of equipment could change? I mean, not change, could help prevent for future generations of athletes? Uh, 
Well, any injuries with your lower extremities, for sure. Um, um, the ankles, um, if you ever, um, we have some high-speed video that we looked at that shows how um, your ankle can be totally compressed and the floor coming up at you when you don't expect it, that's injuries, right? Or your knees, and your, if your knees are bent, ready for takeoff, but the floor recoils um, before you do, so to speak, that's when um, it's going to push that position even further and, and, and cause knee and Achilles and ankle injury. So it's all lower extremities, mostly, you know, it's just, that's where, that's where all the power is. Um, there was a, a study done that, that, that and that, where they measured the uh, power at the foot and the floor and it was enough to break bone, you know? So yeah. So anything we can do to cushion that or mitigate it, uh, mitigate it it's going to help. So that's where, that's where all the injuries are on the floor, ankles, knees, feet. And I think your um, piece of equipment would help because um, a lot of the girls this year, especially in college, have been scared to do bat summon passes because they're scared of. What? No, we talked about this last what? time. I like did, they, yeah. They yeah well, oh. well, you mean after injuries? Is that what you mean, Michaela? Like yeah. coming coming back from injury? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I heard that, too. I mentioned that the other night, um, that um, um, some schools like UCLA had so many Achilles ruptures that – after they re recuperated, they were having uh, issues tumbling backwards, and they were they have they have a sports psychologist there, you know, retraining mm -hmm. them. It's fear. I mean, if you go through that, it's it's a car crash intensity type accident. You know, it's so yeah. I could see where you'd be a little bit, uh, you know, you know. Simone had that problem. She she went through the. <laughs> The whole psychological problem um, it had nothing to do with her injuries, as far as we know, but it was a mental thing. And that's the same thing that can happen after injuries. So, yeah, they, they see that a lot. Uh, they don't like to talk about it, but, yeah, we know that that's, that's part of their problem. So, yeah, so they, you know, if we can limit limit that exposure to injuries, sure. It's going to be uh, a lot easier. And do you feel like, the, the spring that you're designing could be used on other pieces of equipment other than just the springboard from, from the vaulting. What about the actual vaulting table? Because I know they use yeah. springs in the actual vaulting table. Do you think it will help with the compression factor in that? Or what about on like, um, yeah. I can't think of other events that they use springs. I think they use well, springs in the beam, but I'm not sure. There yeah. is a, there is yeah, a spring. Yeah, there is a spring mechanism in the beam. Um, a little bit, um, but um, that's a great question. And I can tell you that in 2017, I think there was three years I was working with Speed America and um, they signed a disclosure agreement with me and they were actually looking at, they, they thought of taking these exact springs that they have on their floor and putting them in the, um, in the vault table. And they actually had a, a piece like that, but it, it, you, you can't just, I mean, it's hard to change that because it changes a lot of things, you know, it's going to change the timing. It's going to change the recoil and it's, you're going to start a whole new situation. I mean, you're likely going to fly higher and, uh, but you're also likely going to have bigger accidents, you know? So, um, I think they, Just like we were talking about. 
Yes, that's what that's what a lot of people were concerned about in the initial conversation. This is why we wanted to have a part because they weren't understanding because um, in their initial conversation, you guys kept harping on the point of of flying higher and flying higher. But then, you know, the people who were listening was like, but there's also, yeah, there's also could be injuries and flying higher. Like, are you saying I want to break my neck or break my ankle? I would rather break my ankle than break my neck. Like, and people well, that understand it. That's why I wanted to, to come yeah. back and, you know, clarify a lot, a lot. Well, that, that, yeah, I'm glad we did then. Um, because that's, that's what happened with the floor. You know, they put the springs in there and there wasn't much uh, thought given to the energy recoil. And I don't think mm-hmm. it's very well understood. Uh, the, the recoil, the, uh, that comes after that. And even today, since I, you know, since I've been doing this, I mean, you understand probably more than 90 percent of the gymnasts that are in the country. I mean, I'm just saying for whatever reasons, which are obvious that I'll leave to your imagination, um, USA Gymnastics doesn't want people to know all these things, which to me is just like, what do you how, why? Why would you want people to know what's, you know, they, they study physics and biomechanics so much and how to flip and twist, you think they'd want to know. Money, 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 money. Well, that's, yeah. Money, that's the answer. Money. Right. Which is, you know, it doesn't like make everything any sense. in USA Gymnastics, everything comes down to the bottom dollar. Right. Well, think I, favorite penny, right. Well, yeah, well, I didn't, I offered it to them. You know, I didn't ever have the uh, inkling to do this and, and go out on my own and, 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 and manufacture this and sell this. Um, in fact, when I first showed the spring in 2008, I had a, um, a prototype with me. It wasn't the final design, but I couldn't get it. That was the most I could get finished when the Congress came up. And I went there with this prototype and just showing them the prototype, they, everybody understood it right away. And AAI told me they wanted it right away. They said, this is genius. And, you know, because besides my mother, not a lot of people have said that. Um, but I remember my mom's that. never said that to me, so yeah, right. See, I'm saying so it just you remember those things, but um, so that was great. So the next day, I remember coming back to the Congress, and um, their national manager came up to me and he pulled me aside. He goes, Hey, he goes, I told you we wanted this. How come you're showing everybody else in the convention? And I was like, Well, great, I'm glad that you want it, but you can't just want it, you have to make up a contract and tell me you want it and give me a dollar and I'll stop talking about it. You know what I mean? So they were never able to get that far as, you know, they didn't want to change their whole, I mean, what it would require for them. It just, it it went down, it comes down to their business model, which we talked about the other day. So they don't want to change. That's, that's their decision. I think it's short-sighted. I think it's cruel, but that's, that's only my opinion. You know, it's more up to you and your viewers to decide that stuff. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Um, we're coming up on the hour-long mark, and I'm not going to keep you very long because I know you just had a whole hour-long conversation with us. Right. Um, sure. Well, uh, we could, a couple of weeks. Yes, but we want to continue to have these conversations because I think this is so important because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm asking you the hard questions because people don't have an understanding, but I understand, and I, I really think you're technology is the way of future gymnastics i think just this simple idea of the screen change so much could prevent so many injuries from 
Right. It, you're, you, you, you're reducing the stress on the gymnastics body, which is the most important thing because of all the landings. That's like the thing that you need to do is always try to reduce the, of the stress of the girls' and guys' bodies. And I think your spring does that. Why don't you think, other than the obvious reasons, other than the obvious reasons, think of something, why do you think some people know about your equipment and some people don't? Oh, um, well, why do some people know about it and some don't? The only reason people don't know about it is because USA Gymnastics decided they didn't want people to know about it, you know? So uh, these days now we have social media and we have you guys, you know, to talk about it and that. But, um, you know, they literally um, decided they just didn't want people to know about it, you know. So they they refused to let me into the uh, we talked about the other night, the, the Suppliers Association. Um, they, they keep me from talking to any of their uh, people. I mean, if you actually bumped into somebody at AI, I'm sure you know more about the spring floor than they do. You know what I mean? So it's not just the gymnasts and the coaches. It's it's the the people at AI. You know, ask the people at AI. They won't be able to explain to you what we just discussed. I mean, they just flat out don't understand. I mean, it's not that complicated, right? It's simple. Yeah. So so you ask me why people don't know. It's only because they stick. They 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 USA Gymnastics operates in a cave, and they don't want out. They apparently they don't want outside people. You know, whether you have good technology or not or whether you have things that'll keep athletes safe or not, they're not, that's not their focus. Their fo- their business model is, I don't know, to keep their company in business. I mean, the fact of the matter, AI, if it was out on its own, it would never, it would never survive. You know, I don't know anybody. I mean, and maybe we'll get some response from people. I don't know anybody that really likes their floor. I've never heard somebody say, Oh, I love that floor. I've just, I've never heard that. Maybe they don't want to tell me that, or I don't hear it, but it's just, we had AI in our gym and I hated it. Yeah, it's just not a, it's is not there, a, it's not a friendly floor. Is there, a, is there another floor that is competitive to yours that is being used now? Nothing comes close to it. They every floor uses this exact same spring. Okay. I don't care. I don't care what company. AAI, Spieth, whoever. Genova, Genova, Jansen Fritzen. I've talked to all of them, and um, the meetings I had. Like the meeting that we just had, I could play that back to the engineers. And honestly, I, I had the same conversation with the engineers in Europe. And I never got any indication from them that they understood this at all. So either they don't want to say they understand it or they don't want to let it out. But, you know, they're engineers, so they understand it. Go back to USA Gymnastics. The way they, they operate is they eliminated the engineers from the equation. So nobody can give you an official word. They don't have anybody at, 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 you know, they got rid of Bill Sands for God's sakes. He's, he's the one who pioneered all this research. So at a certain point when he was in 2012, he just completely was, they just eliminated him. So that's what they do. They eliminated my information they eliminated his research. It's just not available. So that's why people don't know about it, but here we are getting the word out. So, you know, thank you to you doing that no problem another question is do you think with using your springs or any springs do you think it would be beneficial to you less springs for bigger springs or more springs 
the smaller screen. Who's growling? Somebody's somebody hungry. Chloe. No, it, yeah, she's hungry. She's like, I want to eat now. I hear that. We'll wrap it up here. So, um, sorry, Chloe. Um, let me see if I understand your question. Um, um, cause I touched on this the other night, but there's 1600 springs in here. So are you asking me, mm -hmm. should there be more springs or less springs or bigger springs? Say that again. Yes. With the size of the springs, the question, yeah. should yeah, there um, be, should, should there, should they find a way to add more springs to the floor absolutely. supply? Right. Right. Or, well, should, we, or should the springs themselves just be bigger? Right. Both. I mean, the, the actually, you know, and, and, okay. and I said this, I said this the other day, but it's worth repeating. I made my spring to be um, interchangeable. So I had to make sure that both ends of my spring were exactly two inches. And that was only to fit the model that they're using now. But does it make sense? No, it doesn't make sense. Because if I could use the same technology and make a spring that's eight inches instead of mm -hmm. around I'm sorry, that's instead of two inches, that's four or six inches big and maybe four or six inches higher. I mean, I, you could do whatever you want to do because now we have computers that do this, right? That so, makes more sense to me to yeah. have, instead of having well, like 1,600 springs, to have maybe like 100 springs, but like right, wider. Right, right. and the, the reason for that is because we haven't even touched on this, but it's just another thing that we didn't touch on. We can do it in part three, um, but... If you put the springs a foot apart, and you and if you're tumbling and you land right in between two springs, the the floor is cupping under your feet. Correct. Yeah. So that's a problem. That's another problem. That's why it would make more sense to have a wider spring so you can have right. more area. So no matter where you're landing, you're landing on the spring. You're landing on a spring or near it or much closer Correct. to it. You know. Absolutely. You're, you're genius. That's, per, that's spot on. I mean, that, that's Not what I came the engineer. She, I mean, that's it. It's common sense, right? You want more springs in there. You don't want them so wide apart. Um, and you want them bigger because it makes everything sturdier and, and, um, more consistent. So when you land in the middle of them, you're not, you know, you definitely, you feel your knees and your feet feel that cupping, you know, Correct. and it, and it affects your, your recoil. Because you're not hitting a spring, you're hitting in between. So you're kind of getting the corners. You're getting the corners of two springs there, you know. So yeah, that's a good point. I mean, that's that's uh, and plus, then you don't have maybe you have fewer springs because they're bigger, you know. So whatever you do to make it more consistent, and there's just been nothing changed in the floor that you know that they're using in the sport now. I mean, um, and I sh you know to be clear, uh, Spieth and them they come out with new models, and because they're trying to change the floor the 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 boards you know or the foam mm -hmm. but they haven't changed anything it is to the spring which is where everything is starts you know, the most starts and finishes thing. yeah it's obviously so yeah so it's brilliant it's a perfect way to wrap it up i mean uh you definitely you there's definitely a lot more changes that could be made to it absolutely i feel like this that. is going to be an ongoing series on this channel for a while oh, so Thank you, thank you, thank you, Sky. Um, um, how can people get in contact with you if they need to or if they want to help you out sure. with this movement? How can somebody get in contact with you? Well, uh, we have a Facebook page. Uh, we're on Instagram and uh, Twitter. So we try to get keep up on start the social TikToking. media. Start TikToks. Like TikToking, I haven't uh, yeah. got time. I haven't, you know, not figured that out yet. But I'm sure uh, we could put we could. <laughs> I'm sure we come up with some creative videos of kids 
you know, yeah, doing something. incredible stunts. So yeah, we should. This new generation, like they are, they're advocates. Like they will get the word out about something. Well, that's know? just it. I mean, if you think about it, AI, they had to go to, they put a lot of energy into shutting this down. I mean, yeah. you know, God forbid the kids find out and tell each other something, right? I mean, how fast could that spread? Wildfire. So, yeah. And I, and I think if more, I mean, the reason that people don't come out, like we said the other day, and talk about it is because they fear, you know, losing something, their job or their position with USAG yeah. or their, you know, they're holding meets and now they can't hold me. I mean, it's a real thing. And, um, you know, when the NCAA program got restricted from using my floor, I mean, that's just ridiculous. You know what I mean? That's absurd. I mean, they, they all have a tumble track next to in their gym. So why can't they have a Weller floor in there? It makes no sense. So we'll see how it goes. Well, and on that we'll note, see how it goes. I'm very thank proud you, of you, Scott. All right, thank y'all. Y'all have a great night. Thank Thanks for having you, me. Scott. You too. You too. Have a great night. So any final thoughts, Alex? Because you said a whole hour and not said a thing. And I feel so, like I took over this whole thing and that was not my intention. No, that's what you wanted to do. You wanted to ask the hard questions and you did. You did. I, I, I told him, like, this, she's, this is the Inquisition. She's going to ask the hard questions. <laughs> do we feel like we got answers to the questions that we were asking from um, the blog chat? I think so. Yes, Klaus, I'm going. I, I think so. I mean, how do you feel? I feel like we did. I feel like... Um, some of the things that, you know, I thought from hearing the first interview, he just confirmed it. Like when I was, we were talking about the bounciness and he, you were like, no, it's, he was like, yeah, it's just like a trampoline. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I heard in the damn first interview yeah. that it's going to be soft bouncier. Yeah. So then, yeah, he had to admit that, yeah, the girls are going to have to adjust to how bouncy it is. And for the bigger girls, it doesn't even matter because it does, it's no different. Like, except but it's for like, the impact to their body, yeah, which is the most important part. Yeah. Which is the most important part? It's the impact to their body. So, I mean, if it, if it allows them to have longer careers, then why not? Why not? And if it stops all of these ACL and Achilles tears, why not? Yeah. And the thing is, the biggest part for me is like how hard they've gone against him and how they've played in his face. Like, poor guy, like. He really just wants but I'm, to be safe. But I'm really here for that vaulting table. Because I think it would be as great as ever ideal as it is for a flourish-sized piece of equipment. Don't get me wrong. I think it's a great idea for a flourish-sized piece of equipment. I think for a vault, that should be his route. I don't know why. It's just something in my spirit to tell him to be like, focus on creating a vaulting table. Then, then they'll listen to you about your flourish-sized equipment. Oh, I mean, all we can do is help them out to get the word out. Correct. Correct. That's all we can do. But it's one oh, we're at the 105 mark. Yay. These dogs are looking at me like, feed me now. Yeah, so I'm hungry too. I'm going to, we're going to end on that note, and then we will be back on Thursday night after the uh, podium training for Winter Cup. For our Winnipeg preview. Okay. And for edit. Um, oh, shit. I keep, I, keep, I keep forgetting. Okay, I keep forgetting. So, like, 
Twenty-first birthday. See, I'm not even. That's birthday. that's how much it doesn't mean to me. Like that's how much I don't care. Like yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting that it's it's yeah it's it's on Thursday, but um yeah oh my god I can't believe I forgot that oh on Thursday thank you everybody do like y'all did last DM me them questions because I feel like um y'all have really helped me help us with this interview like I really felt I don't know. I felt like this was a good one. Yeah, it was good. I felt like I, I very much felt like you were bad cop and I was good cop, but it was a good thing. It was, it was one of those like I feel like I'm just I just talk. I'm like I'm like Kelly Clarkson, but you're like Barbara Walters. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I'm very Kelly Clarkson with the interviews. Like I, just, I we talk over each other, and we just talk, and we get off topic. But Barbara Walters asks the questions. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's how. Saying that's I felt like he needed to explain what he was saying. I felt like the people who heard better understood than the first time because the first time people was like, "What? I don't get it." Yeah. A new exercise equipment. What the hell? Well, all right, you guys. So I'm not exactly sure why there's no like actual outro on this episode uh just pause to remember there was an outro but yeah um thank you so much for listening to this episode we thoroughly appreciate your you know continued support and presence and yeah um the next episode we'll be releasing is our interview with tom trozal the husband of the late and great diane durham we're just so excited to have been allowed the privilege to have interviewed him and to listen to just him tell stories about a great gymnastics legend and we're so thankful to you guys, the fans, for continuously supporting us in all of our endeavors. And yeah, we hope you stick around because we have some really, really exciting interviews lined up for you. Can't really tell you who it is or who's coming on the show because, you know, yeah. So um, thank you so much. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, all the things, you know, on uh, Facebook, on Twitch, and all and wherever you feel like showing your love please show it we really appreciate it and until next time i want you to go look in the mirror and tell yourself you're doing the best you can you got this girl and go drink some water okay i love you see you next time